0: this is the team,
1: and this is Rob. Hello.
0: Hi. Hi. Oh, it's been a weekend.
1: It has. Yeah. The How- Women's March. Oh yeah. Did you like? So yeah. What 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 have you been up to? Like, did you did you uh, go in March?
0: I didn't, but you know I cheered them on from the comfort of my own home because I'm a loser and I didn't go but I had a lot of friends who were speaking at a lot of women's marches nice so I just wanted to start with the women's March because it's a very powerful time well and for... apparently
1: I think the numbers were up this year from last year even the
0: numbers were up um Travis and Crystal were at the women's March in up north I don't know which one they went to but they went to one of them and so I thought that was really awesome. My friend Rain, she spoke at the Orange County, and this is the funniest shit, because she spoke at the Orange County um, Women's March, and you know those waspy white women? Oh, yeah. Do not want anything to do with trans people. Oh,
1: they're total, uh, was it, uh, TERFs.
0: Right. And so Rain had them chanting, trans, I I forget exactly what it was, trans women have, or have women's rights too, or something like that, or whatever, whatever she was chanting, and listening to all these waspy white women chant that, I'm like, I wonder if they're just going along with it or they actually believe what they're saying. Oh, it's so good! That's I'm awesome. so glad she did that.
1: Yeah, it's I, I, didn't, I didn't go either. Um, just because it's, it's such a bummer. I feel like this is the same thing happened last year. Um, is that uh, I always have plans for like that afternoon, and I just can't count on getting out of the the area where it's happening. 'Cause it feels like a, a full day commitment. And unfortunately, uh, my sister just had a it, Yeah, it is a full day. And my sister's had a pretty serious surgery recently. And so, um, her birthday just happened. And uh and so we were going to her house to like celebrate her birthday for like a very, you know, sort of low key family thing, like literally like ordered pizza, Hey, how you doing? Here's some gifts, have a cupcake, and we need to go. Just because she's so fatigued and still recovering from her surgery. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's just I couldn't be like, sorry, trapped downtown. But um it is definitely it's it's invigorating and exciting to see just all these people out on the march.
0: Totally. And there's this one picture that has been circulating on all of my friends' Instagrams, which is a picture of this really cute guy, and he's um
1: You have me so far.
0: Yeah, he's very cute. And he's holding up um a sign, and the sign says trans women too, as in trans women also yes not the number two uh, exclamation point and then his shirt reads strong women intimidate boys and excite men and i was like that's so good that is real good we never have anybody support us from the other side <laughs> <laughs> at least the men i mean it's very rare
1: yeah. Well, I mean, and like, well, I feel like you have supporters, but not necessarily, like, making signs specifically for trans inclusion. Right. So that's actually very cool. So it was
0: very cool, and it's been circulating, and good for him. Yeah. Good for him. It's yeah. about damn time somebody did something.
1: Well, and that, is, that is actually a, is a great line of just, you know, yeah, that uh, strong women intimidate boys, but...
0: And excite men.
1: Exc- excite women. Right it men? Men. Yes. And or, women. or women. Yeah.
0: Well, he was a man, so that's why he was well, wearing that shirt. But yes. Yes. If it was a woman wearing it, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all fluid. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. It was, yeah. So it's very successful. And then Madonna. I don't know if it was at this Women's March or if it was a, a past Women's March, but she said, and for all of those people out there who are naysayers and believe that the Women's March doesn't have any... um any purpose or any um, reaction for the future? Not reaction, but what's the word I'm looking for? Like, implications? Any or... implication in the future? Well, fuck you. And I was like, <laughs> yes, bitch. She's so good.
1: Well, and, like, because, yeah, the Women's March coincides with, what, the inauguration, uh, right? Was it that Was it that day or was it the day after? Um mm-hmm. And so I mean I know that like it's yeah It's the
0: day the day after is the inauguration. Okay
1: cuz yeah the oh so the women's march marks like 1 year of the asshole in the presidency.
0: Yeah, I believe that's correct. And so
1: and of course uh he marked the occasion by having a government shutdown. So Wee. Yeah. Yeah. What a turd. Yeah. Well, whatever. He's running like he runs his business, shutting him down. <laughs> um, That's funny.
0: He should sue himself.
1: <laughs> well, it's like and there's all sorts of, of videos going around now where he talks about how, like, well, in the case of a shutdown, really, all the blame really should land on the president. And, like, the best thing, like, I mean... It sucks that we're in this situation at all, but one of the best things about this presidency has been how many of his tweets from years ago, before he even considered running for president, where he was very, very critical of Obama or anybody, really, how much all of them apply to him now. And, of course, he's never going to be the one to admit.
0: No, he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah, we knew that from the 80s. <laughs> and he lies to everyone. Ever since the 80s. And
1: he lies you know, to everyone's faces saying, well, I never said that. I never did that. And even though we have records because records the, internet, yeah, the internet never forgets. But, yeah, what can you do?
0: Oh, uh, what can you do? But on a happier
1: note, what's going on? Well, Todd and I finally saw uh, uh, I, Tanya oh god that was fun it should be called iconic it was <laughs> so good it <laughs> was fun um i do feel like it's funny. margot robbie is so pretty even when they kind of did her down to look more like tanya harding but like it's so funny. i feel like the more appropriate casting of tanya harding would have been the was she swedish musician robin Oh my god. Right? Is that not inspired casting? Just put long hair on her and she's got it.
0: You know, I never put two and two together. I don't really know what Robin looks like, honestly. Oh. She has a squished face,
1: huh? She has a very small, she she looks actually very very boyish. Um, like very young boy. How um, funny. Um, yeah. I've never
0: really cuz in all of the pictures I've seen, it's like half her face is not in the picture or like it's very like artsy, so I
1: never really got a full grasp of what she looks like. Well, i think that she would have i mean i don't know about her acting ability but um but she's total tanya well yeah just like the face of how she actually really does look you know so yeah what would you think though i i liked it a lot i thought it was um i mean it wasn't as a lot of people like made it seem like it was very very funny oh yeah um and she just showed me a picture of robin As Tanya. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, it's... The movie, it wasn't as funny as I thought it would be, just because, to be honest, it was actually really violent. I was was surprised how violent it was.
0: I thought... I think it's comedic, not in the violence, but the way they cut it up. Yeah. The way they edit it makes it funny, because it's just you see the ridiculousness in it
1: well and like cutting back to the sort of like interview type footage of all the actors you know playing them in an interview setting um just you know having them say what they say and then show what really happened or what or you know or what they they claim is happening um was interesting plus also i mean i i don't know how factual the the movie is because it's based on interviews with tanya and her Mm ex-husband um so i mean it's it's they interviewed all the people who ended up, you know, getting charged and, yeah. and convicted of, of things. And so I guess they have no reason to lie. But at the same time, like I think it's really easy to obviously make an interview much more, uh, much less damning on you as a person. But the movie was a blast to watch. Like it was just like. It, like that, and it was over. It, I just it was it was very yeah. Very enjoyable. It went so fast. They had
0: some fun montages. Great music.
1: Allison Janney is a treasure. I mean, all the time.
0: All the time. Yeah. Yes.
1: Love yes. her. Um. But yeah. Agreed. so, Enjoyed that a lot. Um. I don't know if it's necessarily like an award picture, but like I did like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. I'm glad you saw it. Well, and like, like so I was trying to say actually, um, one thing I was talking to people about it yesterday, and I feel like it suffers from monster syndrome Mm -hmm. the movie Mm -hmm. monster and that like there are some great performances in it but i think the good performances have a hard time rising above the sort of low production value of the movie itself like that's the thing like where i felt like monster like even though charlie's was so good i had a hard time making it because like she did a good performance in a b movie it felt like to me and i feel like i tanya is a semi b movie um with a lot of good elements in it i but i can't i feel like a lot of it can't rise above the actual production of the actual movie but um i still had a blast watching it i really like so i was glad i got the chance to do that yeah awesome you know and uh yeah the weekend was busy um two birthday things between my sister and a friend and um this was like such a nerdy moment for me i was really kind of proud but i don't know if i should be proud of this uh todd has been um he's been working for an npr affiliate for the last couple of uh weeks and um their company holiday party was Over the weekend. Okay. That happens a lot, actually. But it was kind of like no conflict with other Christmas parties, and it was kind of a New Year's party. So I got to meet a lot of these people, and... um. I have to say I had the most NPR conversation ever because I literally got in like a 20 minute conversation with somebody about Matthew Barney's Crimaster Cycle, which is a six series or six film series that juxtaposes the construction of the Chrysler building to the process of the cremaster muscle, which is the muscle that causes the testes to drop in adolescent males. what? I actually got to have like a 20 minute conversation with somebody about that which was how'd that even get brought up? Uh, I'm trying to think oh we were talking about um, I think we were talking about testicles we no, were talking about movies oh. and uh, I forgot where, how we got to Lars von Trier and then we talked about how um, Bjork, after working with him on Dance from the Dark, said she was never going to act again. And then she was like, wasn't she in The Master Cycle? I was like, no, no, she was in Drawing Her Straight Nine, which was another movie that Matthew Barney did. Um, and then we started talking about his other series and Jeez. stuff. So yeah, it was it was a very NPR conversation.
0: Yeah, it's very uh, educated, and I would have had nothing to do with it. <laughs> it was highbrow contemporary highbrow. art.
1: Were you sipping
0: martinis?
1: I was drinking a beer out of a can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm a PR. classy lady yes um anyway, totally. so yeah there's other stuff too but what were you up and up to
0: um i went to because i told i if i brought this up last week like work has been really slow because i've been feeling a little bit down sad whatever who cares you know not top-notch and so I was like, I'm going to go get out of the house and get something to eat. So I went and walked to Veggie Grill today on Sunset. Oh, I love Veggie I Grill. I love Veggie Grill. Those
1: B-Wings are amazing.
0: That's what I had. But I had the- um The, the B-Wing salad? I had the sandwich.
1: Oh, I never had that. It yeah it's so good Todd always gets the b-wing salad
0: it's basically the same thing in a bun (laughs) so uh so good but anyhow I'm sitting there and there's this really cute guy sitting across from me like a few tables down and very adorable younger definitely too young for me but he was hot like he was maul he was something I couldn't tell who or what he was somebody came and taught like told him something and I don't know what's going on. Anyway, make a short story long. He came over to me at the end, and I was like, I just wanted to tell you, you are so stunning and beautiful. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, that's right. And I was like, thanks. And then he told me his name, which was Stefan. Steph, and I looked up, I was just curious. I was like, I wonder if he is somebody. So I looked up an Instagram, and there is a Stefan on um the show the gifted who looks just like him i don't know if it is him but i was like oh i wonder if that's the same guy so that's exciting yeah but it was that doesn't matter the, what matters is he made he, he made my day like yeah that was like such a sweet thing and nobody ever compliments anybody in this city well, like
1: that's such a bold thing to do is walk up to a stranger and compliment them yeah like that's very very nice because yeah no one does that
0: nobody does that anymore yeah. so it was you know it was very nice and i was like I should compliment somebody, but I didn't. <laughs> I complimented him, so. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, but that that was my happy story today. <laughs> well, um, I have a fun thing from today, not nearly as, as nice as that, but we received uh, a gift from listener and friend Nick who, it turns out, did Platinum (laughs) Dishonored and Dishonored 2. Oh, hey, Nick. (laughs) What's up? What's up? (laughs) Um, So he went to a retro gaming convention in, I think, Pasadena. Oh, I
0: went through his Instagram, and it's all retro games. And I was like
1: totally like, oh, my God, I remember these. Well- he brought this to the office today, a still-sealed pack of Super Mario Brothers: The Movie trading oh cards. Oh
0: my goodness. And so I figured we
1: would open them now, on the podcast.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: So, uh... Too just... bad
0: we're not recording it like we wanted to.
1: Yeah, well, but it's, it's audio. Like, that thing be like listen to the crackle. Oh yeah, it's crisp. And here we go. We're gonna open it. Okay.
0: What do we got? Ooh, I want Koopa... With the flamethrower, and I want them in those boots jumping over, uh, and Big Bertha. I want Big Bertha, want who looks Big like Bertha. the Pine Saw lady. Totally, like that's what I want. Yeah, that's and all I want. Oh, that's all. That's it. And I want a sticker. Ooh, and a hologram card. Ooh, and a pog. <laughs> <laughs> and a pony.
1: <laughs> all right. So, who we got? We've got uh, Pass them off to me as Daisy we go. and the Rebels standing next to the Oh, uh, the king, the fungus. mushroom king. Yep. Wow. We've got uh, the end of the road, which is them all riding on a mattress, it looks like. Oh,
0: yeah, that's when they're on their way to the dune buggies. Oh, no, that's not. Okay, that's what the escape, gotcha.
1: We have monkey business. It is literally a chimpanzee in an oversized suit. I think that might be going no. on my desk.
0: That's where they, um, what's the word, de-evolutionize oh. the Koopa Troopa.
1: Oh my god, it's funny. I've seen the movie once and it didn't register nearly as much as uh, as you recall. Uh, there's a drawing of a vehicle of a police car with a, uh, like a bulldozer thingy yeah, on it. Yeah,
0: that's the police car in the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: We have... Scapelli.
0: Okay, so those are the guys who work for the company who are trying to take away the land that... The Daisy, that's Daisy. Mm. Her, she's trying to um, excavate the land, and they're like, no, it's our land. They're
1: basically trying to sabotage, because they
0: could... I don't know if they do work for Koopa. It doesn't make
1: it clear, but something's going well, on. Well, very good uh, You know, mention of the word sabotage, because the next card I have is sabotage scapelli's sabotage wow it's where luigi and daisy uncover their sabotage plot totally got that um this one is where's yoshi two dinosaurs oh my god i don't think that's yoshi though (laughs) but um it's called a parallel dimension and parallel dimension is in little quotes Uh uh-huh okay oh yeah that's in koopa square
0: where they're just like little like side things happening and we have a shot of Mario and
1: Luigi getting defungused. Oh,
0: good. Okay, that's a good one of them. All wet. It's
1: a wet Bob Hoskins. Totally. So it's cute.
0: Right? Oh my God. It's, it's like
1: there's also just thank
0: you so much. Yeah, thank
1: you, Nick. Um, honestly, just going back even to like the days of like trading cards is just such a, a warm, fuzzy sort of moment just for me. Yeah. Because, like, I remember I used
0: to collect so many.
1: Well, I remember, like, I saved up, like, you know, I would save up, you know, say, I don't even know how much it would cost, but like, I would save up enough to buy a box of packs, mm-hmm. like a full sealed box. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, going home and then just spending hours, you know, like, Travis opening them all up, that. putting them in binders. I ended yeah. up with a complete set of Marvel Series 2. A complete set of the Terminator Two, and I had a complete set of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated based on the first movie, like the first animated movie they did. It was you know, um, mm. it was just the origin story of them. It, I don't remember that it was we like, had
0: the animated cartoon. What, no, cards. it was it was a
1: yeah the, the that series was based on the first forty five minute sort of animated thing that was like their origin story. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't like a full episode. or It wasn't episode. It was longer. Gotcha. And I remember like it was the first of the VHS tapes they released.
0: It was some of my favorite cards i collected because i collected a lot of the marvel stuff baseball cards the whole bit but some of my favorite more obscure ones were bill and ted oh man so it had both bogus journey and the og
1: bogus journey is honestly a very underrated movie yeah
0: it's so good well that
1: movie is like way smarter than it needed to be i need to watch it. and i love station
0: see i don't even remember it's a
1: station is the the two little aliens that walk around going station they can only say their name i need to watch it again yeah you need to watch that again, you lost me station... all i remember is
0: death and a grandma and an easter bunny station <laughs> Again, station, (laughs) and then also um, Nighthawk. Do you remember that comic book, Nighthawk? No. Yeah, nobody does. (laughs) I think it was Image, Uh, maybe not. It was an obscure brand back then, so maybe it wasn't even Image. But Hmm. anyhow, so yeah,
1: so whatever.
0: Who cares? Collecting cards is awesome. Yeah, I wish we did it more often.
1: Right. It seems it's a bummer that that sort of went away. I mean, I'm sure there's still oh, our cards, let's still do it. but it's not like it was. I don't think. I mean, like,
0: well, we have phones now. We could see all the cards we want.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, well, thank you again, Nick. That's uh, yeah. that was super cool. And a nice surprise this morning at the office.
0: Yeah. So. And congratulations on being a super
1: assassin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a mass murderer, not really an assassin because there's no real skill to it. Yeah, I just uh,
0: i um. I'll, you know, I'll admit when I was
1: wrong. <laughs> there you go. Um, Frank, what else? Oh, over the weekend, I finished The Killing Season 3. Oh, finally. Real good. Fabulous. Real good. And now I only have six episodes left. Then I'm done with the series because Season 4 is short.
0: And I finished The Colby's. You actually finished- The second season. Oh, okay. Or the sequel to Dynasty.
1: How many seasons is The Colby's? Two seasons. Oh, my! so you you finished the so whole- it's like 40, 39 episodes. So you finished all of them already? Oh, yes. When did you start watching those?
0: Uh, Keith started watching them at the beginning of the year. Okay. And that's I that's just a kinda, lot of TV I for you. I saw probably 25 mm-hmm. of the 39 episodes. That's a lot of TV for you since you don't oh, really yeah. like to binge stuff. No. But- we had fun making fun of it, and the the fashion, and then Stephanie Beecham, and so we were excited, so yeah, <laughs> it was good times. <laughs> so what else, what else been going on, aside um, from watching the Colbys? What else? Oh, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. And
1: what did you think? Well, Rob. Did you not like
0: it? You never ceased to amaze me.
1: You didn't like it? But this
0: time you did, because I loved it. Okay, good. It's. So good. Wasn't it just super fun? It was like the perfect pace... Nothing was too cheesy. Nothing was... I mean, it had over-the-top moments, but it was done in a way that wasn't stupid. Like, yeah. Like I know people love Guardians of the Galaxy, too, but I, some of those things were just, to
1: me, were well, stupid. That one, that one crossed a line and went way over the top.
0: When, this one, yeah, this one kept it very cool. And the characters, I liked all the characters. Even his best friend should have been super annoying, and he wasn't. He wasn't annoying. I loved... Um,
1: zendaya oh my god she is a treasure in that movie okay like just when she's like where have you been i'm I'm just kidding i don't care
0: yeah i don't care or
1: when she just flips him off and
0: random in the background i'm like oh yes i love her she's
1: just the best
0: um i loved the girl who played his romance Mm -hmm. i loved michael keaton Motherfucker, he is a national treasure. He is. I'm so
1: glad he had a good like comeback.
0: He's so good. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. It's hard to believe
1: that he went dormant for a while or like that he just wasn't working very much for a while. Like it it doesn't make any sense. But was it by choice? I don't know.
0: I'm thinking it was by choice.
1: Um but
0: Birdman was good. But I mean he honestly Michael Keaton made these nerd movies popular again in the nineteen what, eighty nine? oh yeah when he was batman. batman yeah so yeah he is a national treasure
1: but so. i'm so glad you liked homecoming though and, and like everything about it like it, it could they could have easily had too much iron man in there and i think it was just enough to keep it moving yeah totally oh yeah and tony stark was funny
0: mm-hmm. and i mean i don't want to get it has hot, been out for a while hot though. aunt may approved oh yes who, Mary Louise Parker? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Fuck. That's right. Okay. And even like, and yeah, no death of Uncle Ben. Thank God. We've seen it a thousand times. I love
1: that we had a new Spider-Man and we didn't have to have an origin story. We didn't have to have him get bit by a spider. Like he just has powers. It's okay. We know we've and seen it.
0: freaking Tom Holland's his name, right? Or... Yes.
1: Tom Holland. His body. Oh my <laughs> God. How old is that kid? I think he's,
0: like, he's like 19. I think maybe? he's 18 or 19. He's he, young. He's, 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 he has like a man's body but he was a dancer mm. for a oh, long yeah, he time he was billy Elliot on broadway he's billy Elliot, and he did most of his stunts i watched like a oh, lot really? of the special features yeah he did actually i think he did almost 100 percent of his stunts unless they had to do something in cg or, yeah cg yeah but i was like how much did they pay this kid because if they needed him for all the stunts because they were using his motions because they didn't have a stunt person for most of his stuff he should be getting paid double because that's like two that's three crazy. jobs
1: but yeah and like he was so he's so charming like i really i really Uh, enjoyed him yeah and totally um, and also did you catch who the voice of his suit is
0: the voice oh the girl
1: yeah, which I forgot what he calls her.
0: Is it Gwen? Or-
1: no, like the voice of his suit is Jennifer Connelly.
0: Oh, shut up! And, I love Jennifer Connelly. But like, also
1: super fun though, because who is she married to in real life? Um, Spider Man. She's have married no to. Clue. She's married to Paul Bettany, and Paul Bettany was the voice of Jarvis, who's the voice of Tony Stark's AI. Mm,
0: that's cool. That's
1: kind of fun. And of course, he's also then he became uh, Image. No, Vision. Vision. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So.
0: Wow. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome.
1: The more you know, little star went over this guy. It's um,
0: cool that they put that much effort into the little things.
1: Yeah, right? I think that was a fun little nod. And for
0: a Sony film, I'm very happy because Sony's been putting out some real big turds.
1: Well, Marvel was involved, like, because, yeah. yeah, it's a sort of a, that's why I think Homecoming is even a little bit more of a, a fun double meaning yeah. just because it was kind of Spider-Man finally coming home and getting to interact with the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, which totally. We're going to start getting that, too, with X-Men and Fantastic Four, just because now Fox being owned by Disney means all of those get to come home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe
0: yeah that's right
1: so i i think spider-man is actually a really great show of what you could do with you know collaborating with another studio in order to bring it sort of into this unified thing and now that fox is part of it it just will happen i hope yeah or i hope it'll so, be good as thank good, you, you know.
0: for making me watch that because it was good
1: good well, i'm glad you liked it but i'm still not on, on board with tom holland as nathan drake I think that's a weird choice. Also, I don't think we needed a young Nathan Drake movie. We need adult Nathan Drake. He's yeah. the hot one.
0: Yeah, we want a daddy Nathan Drake.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, not as old as he is in 4. I want but a like... lust
0: after Nathan Drake. I, I don't want a left after a child. Yeah, I
1: want like an Uncharted 2 Nathan Drake.
0: Oh, me too. And that's a Chloe. And a Chloe. Right?
1: See, Uncharted 2 is the one to do. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's Great. got Chloe. It's got hot Nathan before he got old. Yeah. I,
0: I like old Nathan too,
1: though. Mm, no? No.
0: Why? I didn't
1: like how real they made everybody look in Uncharted 4. I like them more when they're a little more stylized. I think that's why I like two so much. Uh, Because two was like stylized yet still detailed. Four was like kind of eerily real. And everybody got a little too real.
0: Well, in multiplayer, if you played it, you can like make them all crazy looking. Mm. So it's cuter.
1: Well, I say in what? Four, Elena looked great. Like she actually looked human, and she looked really good. Oh but yeah! Like Sully looked way creepy old. on the loading
0: screens when it shows a close up of their face with all the detail, like the pores, the marks, the scars. But, I was like, how the fuck did they get so much detail into this? It's
1: crazy. Well, and she has such a good sort of like I won't say resting bitch face, but she has she has a, an uneasiness to all of her looks throughout that that game because she has knows something is wrong, and they did such a good job of communicating that just through the the facial animation of her. Yeah. And that she's always a little like, Ugh, you yeah. know, like kind of just almost wincing, but not yeah. not quite. Totally, she's an emoji. And so, and you saw another movie tonight, right?
0: Oh, and I saw three billboards pass Ebbing, Missouri, and it was really good. I it was really good. I could the the performances were amazing. Um, Francis McDormand. Francis was she's... perfection. I think everybody was a standalone, really great performance. The movie itself was. Good, Not what I expected, but it was good. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I can see why it won. A lot of people are now saying, you know, we're getting the backlash of like, how did this win? But I could see how it won. It
1: is amazing how quickly the backlash has started.
0: Well, because people are actually watching it.
1: Yeah. Well, and- it, it's funny because yeah, I, at this point, I don't even know what I feel should be best picture of the year. Like Get Out, I would say. Well, so I think Get Out should get a nomination. I doubt it will win.
0: No, but, but like, that's what I would say. It was so original.
1: Because yeah, I mean, like my favorite movies of the year were mostly genre pictures or panned what? by various things. Because yeah. like, yeah, I loved Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I love, and it's I loved Logan, which I actually think deserves Ooh, some real Logan attention. Wasn't
0: even anything was no it? and
1: i feel like logan deserves some attention because that crazy. that is a great movie um I and, thought Patrick
0: Stewart was really good in Logan, also. So, well,
1: and I believe Fox actually was doing like for your consideration ads for for him as uh, for supporting actor.
0: Oh yeah, I could see why. Like, he was good. Yeah,
1: I I loved Logan. And... He broke my heart. Oh, that that whole movie really like Xavier really
0: just... like just broke my fucking heart.
1: And um and then yeah and like one of my favorite movies of the year actually got three Razzie nominations today.
0: One of your faves?
1: One of my favorites of the year.
0: <gasps> ooh 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 uh ooh. I don't know. a, A
1: lot of people are... Oh,
0: I know. It's the one by the Requiem for a Dream.
1: Yeah, it's Mother. Mother, Which right. a lot of people agree with me that that's actually a weird choice. Like, it's, I'm willing to accept that that movie pleased not many people. The movie is hard to watch. It's unpleasant. I can totally understand why people could hate it. Yeah, But I don't think even <laughs> if you hate it, that you can say it's a bad movie, per se. Mm-hmm. Like, and even then, Mother is not even nominated for Worst Picture. And that's the one award I'm willing to let you give it. Like, if you hated it as a movie, completely... Give it worst picture. But like the three things it's nominated for Darren Aronofsky, and if there's, uh, for director, if there's one thing like he's a great director. Even if you hate the movie, he directed the fuck out of that thing. So yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then Javier Bardem for actor or supporting actor, which he wasn't bad. His performance. I've never seen
0: him do a bad performance.
1: Like ever. Yeah, like you can hate the character, you can hate the movie, but he didn't do bad. Yeah. And then worst actress jennifer lawrence Whoa. like well i don't like her so whatever but like she can take the razzie she slaughtered that performance like she's the best part of the movie and like or one of the best parts of the movie really and like so it it is interesting actually seeing like even twitter in their like trending thing said like people are actually responding to the razzies kind of saying that they missed the boat on this like you can't have like you can't really speak mother in the same breath as the emoji movie when you're talking about like how bad something is like the bulk of the nominations for the razzies were like the mummy remake the new transformers movie the emoji yeah. movie Baywatch, like suddenly having like an art house picture that just people didn't like. Yeah. And like yeah, there's a difference between not liking something and it being bad. Totally. And and that's a, a thing where I think but also, fun fact, the Razzies uh nominated Stanley Kubrick for worst director for the shining. So that's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna like it is a thing, and Myra
0: Breckenridge,
1: which is <laughs> the worst movie ever, but it's one of my favorites at the same time. Yeah. And so that was a surprise to hear that today because I was just like, all right, I don't think Mother really deserved that. Um, and yeah, but uh, and I'm totally willing to recognize. That movie's not for everybody, and you can totally hate the movie, but you can't really say it wasn't well made.
0: For those of you who don't know what the Razzies are, it's basically like the Oscars for the worst of the year. So it's everything that's the
1: worst. Worst music, worst everything. Which I think, what, uh, fun, fun Razzie fact, I believe, what, Sandra Bullock is one of the few people to show up to the Razzies to collect her worst actress award for All About Steve Yes. The same year that she won her Oscar for The Blind Side, so good. That's kind of amazing. Like I love that she can just be like, "Yeah, whatever." She's like, "Well,
0: I'll take them both." Seriously, best <laughs> and
1: worst. Like if you if you win those things, you take them totally. So anyway, yeah, I I do think they they missed the boat on. Mother. I kind
0: of want to win a Razzie. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, the worst. That's
0: good too. You got the best of something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like you were the most. Yeah. Of of something, even if you were the most awful. Totally. Um, the only thing I've been up to is um the Overwatch League, like the first like true. Yes, I
0: didn't get to see sort it. Of season Tell of it. me,
1: it's still going. It started last well, week. The next game is
0: on the twenty fourth, I believe. Uh, I think it's Thursday, twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah.
1: Um, or that's actually Wednesday. Maybe they're playing oh. on Wednesday. I don't know. Um, at my office in our common space, we have a, a big TV where um, we usually have various live streams on. Like right now, one of our favorite streams is a, a shelter for elderly dogs. And so like there's a bunch of old dogs walking around a house. It's the best. Okay. Um, but like as soon as Overwatch League comes on, we switch to that stream and we watch whatever the league is doing. And it's been kind of fascinating, actually. Like it's, you know, it's the first, I feel like, esport that really is being handled appropriately. Really. Totally. And it has this great sense of legitimacy. Um, it has its fair share. I mean, I was like, what? I've seen billboards. Oh, really? Around LA. Is it for in the general? wolves? Oh, the, the, L- the two the LA, LA teams?
0: Team. Well, I've only seen the purple team, which is the wolf. No, they the, have a wolf on there.
1: We that's the valiant. Okay, there's yeah. Los Angeles valiant and Los Angeles gladiators. Oh, I well, believe those are, are purple. Our, I think those are our two teams. I think bless you. <laughs> there you go. Shit. Bless you. You okay. Sorry. Thank you. Um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. I've been I've been watching the Overwatch League, which has been fun, and it's it's interesting because like even like sitting there talking with coworkers about it, I was like, oh my god, is this what it's like when guys sit and watch football and that talk about so what they're watching?
0: Yeah. So yeah, we we're having,
1: a dude, dude. We're having a good time watching the Overwatch League, um, and it's been cool. And of course, the arena is in Burbank. It's just down the street. It's across the street from where I used to work. Oh. Yeah. It's across the street from where I worked when I worked for uh, Rhino. But it's sold out. I believe there are tickets av- available every now and then. Uh, I don't know if it's um, I heard totally it, booked up. it booked the first couple weeks up already. Well, good. It's good to know they have the support. Totally. And, um, yeah, so good for them. It's, it's already had a, a scandal recently. There was a player from dallas who apparently used a uh a homophobic slur or made like homophobic remarks uh, yeah i saw that at an openly gay player who plays for houston and um they had to remove him yeah and it's not the first time he's done it that's the problem like he needs it's, to go and that's so that's
0: not sportsman like conduct yeah, and it wasn't
1: even it wasn't even during professional play it was only during one of his streams doesn't matter but it doesn't change the fact that he was kind of going after a player yeah you know and bye um, you're done and so yeah he's, be a been, dick. he's been suspended i think for uh until like the second sort of series or round or season I forgot what the actual term is for it but he's been he, he's been suspended for a while which I don't know what that's going to mean for the team I don't know if they're allowed to bring in a ringer or if they're a team of five because if they're a team of five I think that just means they're not going to be able to I do it. I think they
0: can bring in a ringer. I would hope Cause so.
1: Because it's not their fault they have a dick on their team. Yeah it doesn't make sense to penalize the whole team. Yeah. But yeah so anyway I thought that was kind of interesting and also I didn't know that it was an openly gay player for Houston and now I know.
0: I didn't know that either and yeah. that's dope and I'm glad to look him up.
1: Yeah I, I know his his names uh I used to know his name. Because that is the basis of our podcast, yeah. to know the gay gamers. Right? Like queer gamers. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did know his name a minute ago, but now its it's gone forever.
0: Well, as you're looking for it, that leads us into what I've been playing, which is
1: Overwatch. What? You've been playing Overwatch? Yes. Oh, his name, is, his name is Austin Wilmot, and his uh handle is Mamu.
0: Hey, Austin. We love you.
1: So... Um, sorry. Yeah. So you play Overwatch? I've been
0: playing Overwatch. Really? Yeah. And have you guess been playing with I'm... Travis? No, by myself because nobody wants to play with me. So you're? Just,
1: are you joining teams of randos? Yeah. Good and for I've you.
0: Actually, okay. I've only been playing the past couple of days. Actually, yesterday and today. But I've gotten like,
1: have you gotten play of the game yet?
0: Play? No, not play of the game. But I've been, you know, the little voting section yeah, after around.
1: Yeah. Have you gotten like those? A couple
0: of times. I've won like. You gotten props from people? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm nice. like, that's so good. And I'm playing Moira. Oh. the new character. Yeah. Who was our Word of the Week last week. Have you
1: unlocked any of her Bowie-style skins? Not yet. Okay. I'm
0: working at it. Okay. But I did unlock the fiery-looking skin, which is cool. But yeah, I want one's called glam which is yeah and then the other one's moon which is more like a
1: cirque du soleil i think i have moon really i believe so (laughs) i I so wish you could share skins because i'd be harassing everybody for all the skins i want totally yeah um i don't know
0: which one i want people i i said a vote set a vote on my um well, I need to do it on Twitter, but yeah. I did one on the live stream, and people were like, get the moon one, who doesn't like black? And I was like, that's true, it but the Bowie everything. one is so cool, Well, yeah, it's so different. And she has blue hair in it anyway, so. Nice. And then um, Steven said, oh my god, your character looks like you. He's like, oh yeah, because she has a big chin, and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, I've been having a lot of fun, and I think I'll have a lot more fun if people want to play with me.
1: Travis, who's been <laughs>
0: trying to get to play with me for two days.
1: Well, now yeah. that I know you're playing Overwatch, I should probably start playing more, because I do like it. I'm just not very, I'm not great at it. But I'm not I,
0: good. I've just started. You know,
1: but I do enjoy it.
0: I just started. So yeah, let's play. Nice. Yeah. Maybe we could get a little team together
1: because I've been trying to get better at Hanzo just cuz if I like looking at him I should be probably better at playing as him. Oh yeah, every time I see him I think of you, so well, I yeah. have to kill him. No. <laughs> and, have, and I'm sure have you seen any uh casual Hanzo's running around? No. The hip young one? Not yet. With the dragon across the butt? No. Well, fine. I'm surprised um, too. Yeah. But yeah,
0: what have you been playing?
1: Um I have been playing. Um I started playing Chime Sharp, which is a music puzzle game. Yeah. Um and I loved Chime the first like the first chime game which came out probably 8 years ago um it was great Uh and um it had original music written for it by like Moby and I think Orbital. Like it had a lot of like electronic musicians make original compositions for this for this uh for this game and it was great. And um so I was really excited about Chime Sharp and I bought it and I have to say I'm really not wowed by it, which bums me out. Yeah, like I feel like the original was so good and it was back in like the 360 PS3 days. Um and so I kind of I'm kind of curious now if Chime is backward compatible at all for any of the new platforms because i'd rather play the original at this point um but yeah so i started playing chime sharp uh for better or for worse um i played a little bit more of human fall flat which is that one that's like the ragdoll kind of game um i'm trying to finish that because i think i'm like on the last level and i just need to just commit and finish but um let me tell you if you haven't played that game for a while coming back to it is real hard is it diff? well because that's a game where its entire difficulty is derived on its controls gotcha similar to surgeon simulator or uh uh-huh. or octodad i mean you kind of got to get back into the groove of it yeah you have to learn how to work with their physics system just pulling yourself up on a ledge requires like multiple triggers and thumbsticks all at once in a very specific pattern in order to yes. leverage to pull yourself up
0: totally because
1: he's got total jelly arms um and then I actually started and finished, um, and so I'm up to four games completed so far this year. Sweet. I played um, Hatoful Boyfriend, which is a pigeon dating simulator. Okay. And it plays like your standard dating sim. Like bestiality? No, I mean, well, you are the one person at an all-pigeon <laughs> How big are these pigeons? I, like human size? They thing is it's a visual novel so whenever they talk they take up like the whole screen gotcha um but yeah it's, it plays like a visual novel and i have to say i was really surprised by how little interaction there was like i think i played just clicking through text bubbles with no real option for me to change the story for probably 15 to 20 minutes before i actually got something where i could change something Did and you do the head bob They actually are not animated. Ah, fuck. Yeah, like... What's the point? The game really is... is, The novelty factor of, like, the pigeon dating simulator is what made it... So, like, I I, I will lovingly look back on that game as a fun story to tell about a less-than-fun game. Gotcha. Um, I got the bad ending. I was... Spoiler alert for anyone who cares about the bad ending of this game. uh, (laughs) I was killed by a group of hawks. (laughs) So uh, that's a thing. Um, gang I, members. Yeah. I, gotta stay away from It's like a gang of hawks. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I I did not have a great time. And it bummed me out because I was really excited about that game. And um, Dream Daddy, to be honest, was a better dating sim. And I didn't even really love Dream Daddy. So yeah, maybe it's not I, my genre.
0: Dream Daddy was cute for a second. I liked building my own daddy. <laughs> but then the actual dating, you
1: know, was, I, it fell flat for me.
0: But hey. Some pe- people like it. Well, so at, at
1: least the nice thing about Dream Daddy is it was very interactive. It gave you a lot of. It's very pretty and too. It, it gave you a lot of like branching dialogue options and. Well, you know, I
0: that's I think that's the part where I thought it was it was missing out on was the dialogue. I, I mean, it was mostly just storytelling, and then sometimes you got to choose an option. Oh well, this game has about
1: probably five
0: percent of that. It
1: feel it feels like honestly, Gosh. about ten percent. I the would hate that. It really was a lot of just like. Going through dialogue and then, oh, what do you want to do today? Gym, math. Or debate class, and you pick one, and it would like up your stats, which like I guess had impact nothing later. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. It really, yeah, I was amazed how little I impact. See, I see. If you would have gone to gym class, you could have beat those Hawks up. I imagine so. Actually, yeah. I, I I was I was really taken aback by how little I actually impacted the story in that game. That's a bummer. Or at least love. how much it feels like I. How little it feels. How long like did it
0: take to finish the half hour? Oh, f-
1: I only played it. I think it, I might have played for an hour. Okay. I mean, it's it's not a long game. I want to say like at longest it probably. Probably goes like maybe hour and a half. Sweet. So yeah. Um, did that. Yeah. That's all I've been playing though.
0: Yeah. Just me was just overwatch and some more uncharted multiplayer. Of course. Of course. So yeah.
1: Stre- and so you're streaming your overwatch too then I guess since you did a poll.
0: Yeah. And you know I've. It's interesting. It's kind of like the same thing. Like the viewers, pretty much. I would thought maybe with Overwatch there would be more interaction because there's like such a hype around mm. it, but not really. <laughs> At least you yeah, get. I just started doing it though, yeah. so we'll see. Nice.
1: Yeah. Well, um, is it time to learn
0: the word of the week? Week, 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 week. So weak. <laughs> uh, is
1: Vatic. Vatic. That sounds like. An
0: adjective. Yes. Correct. Rob, I am not going to fuck this word of the week up. I'm going to speak very clearly and say orientated wrong. Obtained. Obtained. That was the word. See, okay. <laughs> Vatic.
1: Um, I imagine it is large and empty. Like my head. No. What is it?
0: Of relating to or characteristic of a prophet,
1: as in like Muhammad the prophet,
0: as in a prophet, like
1: PR or P, oh, yeah, R O P H E T, yes, okay, so like you know, something prophetic, interesting, yeah. I it's funny because I immediately thought like vapor, vapid, like I was thinking just like I think with the VA is tends to be like a little like well, not Vatic, solid, I think like Vatican. Oh, that actually makes much more sense. Ah, oh, yeah no that actually makes a lot more sense yeah interesting
0: interesting yeah i didn't even look up the root or why it maybe it is
1: no well, i imagine it's probably latin because yeah, i think vatican probably comes from that totally. so that, that actually makes a lot of that makes a lot more sense than where i was going with it cool um well we got to the root
0: of that problem didn't we?
1: hey
0: yo hey you are punny <laughs>
1: uh you are that was that was <laughs> that was all you that was punishing
0: oh <snap. laughs>
1: I'll see myself out uh except oh, sh- shit I live here uh Uh-oh. guess Bye. I'm stuck here um so uh vinyl frontier yes like uh, ish
0: the vinyl frontier yeah.
1: So um, my Streets of Rage 3 vinyl just shipped
0: Ooh, I love that game.
1: from the UK. So uh, it's not here yet, um, and I can't really track it because it's international. But I'm really excited about it coming.
0: Yay. <laughs> so that's
1: fun. And this is not vinyl, but it is from the place that I think I, I'm contractually obli- contractually obligated to speak of at least once per week now, usually on the podcast. My physical copy of What Remains of Edith Finch arrived from I Am 8-Bit.
0: Oh, sweet. The soundtrack.
1: No, the game. Oh. I actually got a physical PS4 disc of that game um, from I Am 8-Bit. I like supporting their physical release endeavors. Why'd they do that? Um, They partnered, I believe, with um, Annapurna Interactive. Um, And Annapurna, it was their first game they ever released. Um, And uh, I made, I believe, partnered with them for various promotional stuff, like at PSX 2016. Um, they had a a sort of I am Edith or what remains of Edith Finch booth set up where like you sat in a chair and they took a photo of you and they put it in a frame with your first and your last name or first middle name and they made your last name Finch Uh and then they um, gave you like a birth date and a death date at the bottom because the whole game is about the Finch family and how they all die.
0: And you're trying to figure out the mystery.
1: Well, you're sort of just, yeah, you're you're reliving the family past and sort of um, because, uh, yeah, Edith is trying to sort of go through her, her, her family history about like how they're they've been they're a doomed family gotcha and so yeah so like i made bit was very um involved even before the game came out with them just in a promotional level and so i think because of that it made sense that they were going to do the soundtrack they were going to do the physical version they're going to do various merch Hmm. um and i believe they are doing a soundtrack as well which i think i believe i'm pretty sure i ordered i'm
0: sure you Um, did if it's out there
1: if they announced it i'm pretty sure i did it um but that's I wonder when that's going silly. to ship, because yeah, I'm pretty sure I would have ordered that the same time. as I ordered the physical version. Oh yeah, they they they've uh, yeah they have a soundtrack coming as well, and it's it's a handsome looking package. Um, and it looks like it should be shipping sometime in the second quarter of this year. So cool, yeah. Anyway, so good job. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So that that was the Vinyl frontier and its neighbor physical media corner corner. yeah (laughs) i i I don't know where i'm going with this anyway so that that's all i got um yeah
0: it's a good thing you stopped because you just got stuck in a graphic jam
1: (laughs) yeah these segues are getting real weird (laughs) (laughs) all right so
0: when somebody parks next to my car, car on my street i hear a
1: <laughs> Fuckers. Uh,
0: graphic Jam this week is brought to you by Keith, my roommate. You've been rec-
1: super on top of these graphic novels lately. I'm
0: trying to be good about the nerdiness of life.
1: I-, I love that for our respective sort of specialty things. Yours involves you actually like reading, expanding your mind. Mine involves and lots of pictures. Mine involves <laughs> buying things.
0: Yes. But expanding your—I
1: mean, I'm listening to them. Your, I do yours. listen, yeah. It's like, I, 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 do listen to the shit, and I've yeah. been posting them on our Instagram yes, as stories. I've seen them. Yeah, just today I listened to the soundtrack to Valhalla, um, which nice. apparently is a interactive novel about a bartender. I didn't know that. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with the game, but everyone said the soundtrack is awesome, so I bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, sorry. I just want to commend you on being super on top of like reading a book a week.
0: Oh yeah, which i I'm,
1: I'm not doing
0: well. Thank you to people who are recommending things because, you know, it's hard to figure out what's the best stuff to read or what's good or what, you know, whatever. So the more you recommend, the more I have to read. And uh, Son of the Demon is the name of this standalone graphic novel, and it is by Mike W. Barr and Jerry Bingham. And this one is kind of like a tale of the assassins that Raj al Ghul is ahead of. And um, it's basically when Talia and Batman consummate their marriage, which what? I don't know if you knew they were married because I didn't know they were married. What? But they consummate their marriage and they have a child. What? And their child's name is Damien. And so for... This book was written in 1986. And it was not considered canon for a very long time. And I learned this from Keith. So, um... It wasn't considered canon. People were like, oh... Batman doesn't have a kid, blah, 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 blah. But right now, they decided to retroactively bring Damien back. They retconned that? They totally did. And they made it canon. And the new Robin is his son, Damien. Crazy. Who apparently is a dickhead. But that's this is that's where this all comes from so Batman's son of the demon and i'm not going to give away the ending but it's kind of a twist so we should go and read that one Well,
1: and this book feels old yeah well it it's used it's clearly from a used bookstore
0: yeah i think it, it might be a first copy
1: well and it it is like it's yeah it's kind of fascinating like the um even like the dimensions of the book are different they're than, like storybook
0: dimensions. Yeah, it,
1: it feels like a, a children's storybook. Yeah. This is a first printing, by the way. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like a children's storybook size instead of the more standard graphic novel that we know now which is actually comic size just hardcover totally this is like various kids books yeah like it's and the paper feels old and even, even. it's really cool
0: looks old like it looks more like pench- pencil sketches rather than like yeah yeah well it's it, like it, watercolor it's, and pencil sketch What's well, not digital yeah
1: like so it makes sense that it was it was more hand generated oh, like 80s yeah and even like the on the cover batman is in a kind of a, he's in a weird stance first off but like he actually he's muscly of because he's Batman, but like he's a more lean, he's like a less of a brick wall of a man. Like it, it definitely he feels looks like a dancer, like a dancer. But yeah, it's it's it definitely feels of a different time. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it, it and the story is really good and has a really good uh pace to it, and it also has it's pretty brutal. So I was surprised. So I like it. It's yeah. good. Yeah, son of the demon. All right, that's your graphic jam. <laughs> 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 any news
1: i do have some news go for it um first a little bit of good news for anyone else who cares about this i just found this out today the dark souls remasters are going to be 40 dollars instead of 60 oh nice which i was That's nice pleasantly that. surprised about
0: and um because they want everybody to rebuy them
1: well yeah well so often you know reissues are still 60 bucks like the the reissue of uh Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, 60 bucks. The reissue of even The World Ends With You, the old 3DS title, which was like what, 30 is now or 40 is now 60 on the Switch. Like a lot of those are just still crazy expensive. And a lot of times Switch games tend to be $10 more than their other counterparts because the cartridge, like the actual game card itself, costs more to manufacture than a disc. Um, but yeah, like Dark Souls Remaster on the Switch, 40 bucks, PS4. Forty bucks, um, and if you buy them through Amazon as a Prime member before it comes out, if you pre-order it, you save twenty percent. So they're like thirty-one ninety-eight or something for Dark Souls. For Dark Souls, wow. So, like, for anyone who's kind of curious, I mean, you still got plenty of time. It comes out March twenty or May twenty-fifth. That's Um, for the Switch. That's for all platforms. It's forty bucks each. Oh,
0: I thought it was only coming out back remaster for the switch no
1: it's it's coming to the switch remastered Mm -hmm. yes um running at 1080p uh when docked but on Xbox and PS4, it's gonna run at four K. Oh wow. At sixty frames a second. That's awesome. So um yeah, the remaster for the other platforms is actually gonna be a little bit more robust. Um so and I know that's where all my friends are gonna be playing it. So I'll probably need to get the PS4 version and the Switch because I wanna travel. Oh, of course. I want a travel copy. But um
0: Hashtag Rob. I'll spend most of
1: my time playing the the PS4 version. Uh just because, you know, on the nice TV. Yeah. So um anyway, so yeah, Dark Souls remaster. Pretty Fabulous. good price. Yeah. Um and then them. uh release dates just you know for anyone who cares uh we're starting to see some stuff coming out now like the the year is really moving um so uh based on when this episode comes out yesterday we saw the release of the inpatient which is the new vr horror game from super mm, super giant studios or super massive super massive studios the people who did until dawn okay um, and then they did uh, rush of blood the really great roller coaster shooting gallery yeah. for VR um the inpatient is a horror game for VR set in a hospital yeah. and like at PSX this last year they actually built the hospital they built a hospital where you went behind a sort of curtain and played the game oh, it no. was super creepy um I actually didn't wait in line but I was really I was absolutely intrigued by the the setting in which they it. I kinda built wanna
0: it. watch you play that game.
1: I don't even know if I want to play that oh, game because I don't know if I I have the the nerves, but I'm really excited about it. Like I and I like that studio so much. So I feel like I'm probably at least going to struggle through the first hour before I probably chicken out.
0: I'm sure it can't be any scarier than Night Trap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Night Trap was scary for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um and then also release date wise uh Tuesday yesterday um assassin's creed origins the hidden ones is the first batch of dlc and that is out now i actually just downloaded it um haven't played it yet but i downloaded it tonight so it has a big map expansion i believe it adds a whole new region new weapons new armor new story nice new new things to do so i'm excited about that because i love that game and i'm a I'm kind of really excited to go back into it and, you know, accomplish the next batch o stuff.
0: Yeah. I need to start getting into it. So I have
1: some other news, but you should do some.
0: Uh, Yeah. So thank you, Rob, because you sent this my way. Um, John Cena. 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 Sorry. John Cena is going to play Duke Nukem in Ready Player One. And Which is
1: awesome. That's so cool.
0: There will possibly be a spinoff film also starring John Cena as Duke Nukem. So, that's crazy, because he was my crush of the week last week. But I guess it's the 30th anniversary, 20th anniversary?
1: Of Duke Nukem? Of Duke Nukem. It's an anniversary. Um, God, I mean, it might be the 30, maybe, I'm trying to think when the first Duke Nukem came out, because it was a side-scroller shooter for, like, old PCs.
0: I thought it was, like, 91, so what would that be, anniversary, nothing.
1: Um, let me see, actually, when did Duke Nukem show up? Um, looking at the Wikipedia article. Um... The first Duke Nukem was in 1991.
0: Okay, so there you go.
1: So yeah, we're at the something. 25th bit? No, was we're on the 27th anniversary, which oh. is not really a well. Maybe they're thing. just
0: remastering a lot of them. Uh, I, I saw. I don't know what I saw, but apparently something's coming out for Duke Nukem. Whatever. Wah wah. There's my news. Shut up, Rob. Is that all? <laughs> is that all the news you got? Uh,
1: no. What else you got?
0: Oh, well, I got this article that's kind of fun, and I wanted to just go through it really fast. It's kind of a list. Okay. And it's on screen rant, and it's 20 video game franchises that EA has
1: ruined. Mass Effect. How did you know? Well, that one just, I figured that one had to be in. Keep there. going. What else? Um. Some of them are old. Well, Dead Space. Yes. Uh, after this most recent one, maybe Battlefront. Yes. Star Wars. Yeah. Um. What else? I'm upset that they didn't continue on the series of Dante's Inferno, but I uh, doubt that'd be on there. That's not on there. Um. What EA games? Um. Some people could say they ruined Madden, but I don't think that's really mm, true. Nope. Um. Either. I mean, like everyone can make a claim for them ruining whatever, just totally. because. Uh, totally. I'll just list some. They're full for of you. dicks. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Like what EA games are, like from older generations? Do you remember a dungeon crawler called Dungeon Keeper? oh my god i didn't realize that was ea
0: ah that one was stupid <laughs> <laughs> um ultima
1: i didn't realize that that was ea either
0: yeah i didn't either
1: wing commander okay a lot of these guys didn't realize were them
0: odd world no they didn't do odd world did they so, so. crazy
1: uh road rash oh yeah i loved road rash See, The og yeah well that was a game i played a lot on the 3do remember skitchin do you remember skitchin, skitchin
0: was dope too
1: uh, oh, well, skate! Yeah, skate's gonna be on there. That yeah, has to be. What is skate? Skate was um a game that came out for the 360, and um they went up to Skate Three, I think. And it is the it sort of was the the skateboarding game that kind of took the place in like people's minds and hearts um over Tony Hawk because uh-huh. Tony Hawk was very arcadey. Yeah. Um and you know, and like Tony Hawk like in to do like a grind you just use the triangle button or the you know, the Y button, like the, the top button. Um, and you would just do a grind. And depending on what direction you were holding it would be what if you did a nose, tail, or you know, what kind of grind you did. Gotcha. Um Skate was a game where you would jump with like a button and then you would use both thumbsticks to control each foot.
0: Oh, and so like wow. the tricks
1: were extremely complicated. And I actually had a really terrible time with Skate because I was so bad at it. But I know a lot of people like if I think if you got past that learning curve, it was extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. And so Skate is like a skateboarding game that honestly like people really responded to very strongly. And anytime you see any sort of, I remember like when I worked on uh, Tony Hawk five, I did the trailers for that or two trailers I made for, for that game. And I remember uh, about, I feel like 90% of our Facebook comments or Facebook, our YouTube comments. We're like, why isn't EA just making Skate 4? Like, I mean, of course, it was Activision making Tony mm. Hawk 5. So it was it kind of, they were, I don't know who they thought they were talking to. But like a lot of the comments were just like, Meh, I'd rather have Skate 4. Like, really? that's what ev- Everyone wants a new Skate. Wow. So yeah, they I ruined it by not it. putting out another one. Like, it's not like any of them were bad. I
0: wonder if that's what it says in the art. I'll have to read the area. But um, also there's. Um, and this one brings me way back. Magic Carpet.
1: Oh, my God. Do you remember that flight yes. simulator? Oh, shit. Yeah, because well, that means anything that Bullfrog put out, which would also be Theme Hospital and Theme Park. You're good,
0: Rob. Yes. Yeah. That's,
1: I, I loved Bullfrog Interactive. Um. Wow. Takes me back. Totally.
0: Command yeah. and Conquer. Oh, oh sorry. Shit. You were going to say no, no,
1: something. no, no. It's I, like, I remember magic carpet was one of the first like 3d games. I think I'd ever seen. Um, but yeah, it was a command and conquer. Totally. Makes sense. And Titanfall Titanfall That is, uh, I guess
0: that's up to interpretation. No,
1: I mean, well, Like Titanfall, unfortunately, like two did amazing. Oh, two was a great game. It didn't sell well. And the main reason why people feel it didn't sell well is because it came out, like EA put its release schedule together. They released Titanfall, and then one week later, they released Battlefield One and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah. And so like it was in it was playing with a lot of big boys. And unfortunately, like, and Titanfall 2 should have been a massive seller because it was the first one to go multi-platform. It had a campaign and it was good. And, uh, Titanfall 1 came out in like March and it was like the big man on campus because it was like March. There were no other games coming out at the time and it was awesome. And so for them to release Titanfall 2 during the holiday season surrounded by a bunch of direct competitors that were established franchises, a lot of people feel was really damaging to the brand. Ah. But like, on the upside, though, I think EA even said, like, they're still supporting Titanfall. They, they I think they you know, are ready. F- like, I, I think there was an article with, like, Vince Zampella, who's the CEO of um Respawn Entertainment, the developers of Titanfall, saying that, like, Titanfall as a series is not done. Uh, even though it didn't sell well, no one's abandoning it, which is great because, like, to be honest, it, it deserves another go because the failure of Titanfall 2 to sell is not because of the quality of the game. Well, hell, you played it.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it was a great game. So what other? What what else is? Um, you were right about skate. It's basically
1: EA at the time was restructuring, and they just forgot about the game. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that they never ruined any of the games. It's just that they're not. There aren't more of them.
0: Since then, there have been numerous. requests for skate series to make a return but ea does not seem to be interested in bringing back the franchise at the moment
1: I was super excited that I mean ea did um Amira's edge sequel because that was a thing that no one saw coming because the first one didn't sell that well and it has small dedicated fan base myself included but um i wasn't expecting catalyst to ever happen there was no reason to ex- expect a sequel um yet we got that instead of skate 4 which is kind of cool i mean for me not anyone else yeah um need for speed might be in there Another game called Burnout. Oh, Burnout's so good! That's Yeah, the way they ruined it is because there's not another one. Gotcha. But like, although I heard, what, Burnout Paradise,
0: I think? which is, Hasn't been released since 2011, yeah.
1: Well, and Burnout Paradise is fantastic. And I think there was a thing saying that there's a remaster of that coming. Which, that was like the best Burnout game, for me anyway.
0: It says, Criterion itself confirmed it was moving away from racing games in 2013. And since then, the, the developer... Cut its staff and has instead been assisting with work on the likes of Battlefield Hardline and Star Wars Battlefront 2. And mm. the series remains dormant. Uh safer rumors of a burnout paradise remaster. Yep,
1: which is scheduled for supposedly scheduled for launch in Japan in March.
0: It says, but if the franchise ever does return, it's unlikely to be created by its old studio. That makes sense. SimCity.
1: Oh man, yeah. I mean, like, I think yeah, the whole like Sim City thing moved on to just the Sims.
0: Yeah, people want to be people, not owners of cities.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although seriously, I, my favorite thing about Sim City was always being the the one who brought the natural disasters on everything.
0: Oh, were you that girl?
1: Oh well, yeah, I was totally that girl. I would take a pre made city and cause all sorts of problems. You're a bitch.
0: I, it was fun i remember the very first sim city on super nintendo mm-hmm. and i was so fucking confused at what was going on
1: oh i was terrible at I was it It's like
0: what are those squares and the squares you're putting around the squares and why are there squares everywhere they're like oh no that's the top of a building how the fuck is that a top of a building it's a square with a square and a <laughs> square i that, was so confused that's when i'd unleashed bowser oh yeah because you know That's why not right. but then some c2000 that made it legit hey. that game was fucking awesome i spent so many hours trying to mayor that place up <laughs> um yeah it was good so
1: what else what, what else is in this list
0: um god magic carpet <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's fight night
1: wow i haven't thought about Fight Night forever
0: medal of honor okay i said command and conquer correct yes and that's pretty much all twenty. All right then. Yeah, that's all. That's an interesting so list. So yeah, I thought yeah, it's a bummer. Oh, The Simpsons, which is so funny because The
1: Simpsons game, like the which, last one they did, which was the yeah. it coincided with the movie, was awesome. Yeah, let's see what they say.
0: Oh, there's Need for Speed and Syndicate as well.
1: The Syndicate remake or re- like reboot, I really liked see the simpson well what, what's what is syndicate syndicate was well syndicate originally was like a three-quarter overhead isometric view game and they turned it into a first-person shooter starring rosario dawson was in it um and i played through that uh it was for ps3 hmm. and 360 and i played on ps3 and i think it was one of the first first-person shooters i ever played where you actually had feet like, you oh, looked okay. down, and you had, like, you had a body. Oh. um, And it was it was fun. I had a really good time. Duke
0: Nukem, you had feet, didn't you? Well,
1: you could I knew you could
0: piss yeah. in the urinal. Well, I think, like,
1: once we hit 3D first-person shooters, a lot of people were just floating heads with arms. Um, And so it was kind of nice to have a full body again. The sound design in Syndicate is incredible. It was nominated for that at the Dice Awards, which is actually why I played it, because I had to shoot footage of that sound design for the little nomination pod. Oh. And then I kept playing the game, because it was so good. Gotcha. Um... Anyway, so... uh, And then The Simpsons... What's it say? it,
0: It just says that after 2005, EA gained the rights to make the video games... And then everything was great, witty, fun, blah, blah, blah. But then the Simpsons game, the sequel to the Simpsons game canceled in 2011. And the company instead turned its attention to the mobile market, releasing a string of barely Simpsons memorable mobile out. titles, along with the controversial Simpsons Tapped Out, which includes some of the worst examples of microtransactions in the mobile scene.
1: That's not wrong. Um, Yeah, like what? Because the Simpsons game that you call inside of the movie was really funny it was actually i think the first simpsons game that i enjoyed playing really because it actually captured the humor of the simpsons really well um although i guess i liked hit and run a hit lot and
0: which was fun because
1: uh, it was yeah hit and run was their gta clone yeah right and then road rage was their was their, like crazy, crazy taxi, taxi which yeah. was fun too um but like the simpsons movie had really snappy writing and, yeah, it was just it was fun to play. Um, and uh, I did, however, play Tapped Out for, like, a solid three years. And it became, like, a weird job. And then I stopped because I realized I wasn't having fun anymore. Yeah. Um, but, like, they had me going for a long time uh, on well, Tapped Out. Well,
0: as one of their major fans,
1: I would think you would be the one to go the longest. I definitely – and I got Todd involved for a while. And, and then he dropped Oh, no, it was a pyramid scheme. Yep. And then uh, – but I kept going for a while. <laughs> so Sweet. Well, um, in other news, um, Sony has announced their own line of collectible figurines called Totaku, um, and they're doing various sony uh characters they are ten dollars each they are i think about yay high probably about four inches tall oh
0: yeah i follow i we follow them on our account on instagram all right they're like the plastic rubbery
1: kind of no these are new big heads no 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 they look they look like they should oh um and maybe i don't know they haven't um there is no functionality apparently they're not like amiibos and that they, they don't really have any, any they're just real like little payoff. plastic
0: statues. But yeah,
1: but they're cute little statues. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that. And so and some of the characters they're doing and Leah like says yeah, they're just collectible. Um some of them just top of my head there's parappa kratos crash bandicoot Sackboy. boy the only one i will probably be buying is the hunter from bloodborne oh yeah which
0: none of those sound exciting to me
1: well i would like a little hunter for my uh desk well yeah because you love him well, but yeah. where's bayonetta she's not owned by playstation i know well and i have bayonetta amiibos
0: wait how big are these things
1: do you have other news? Oh, the totaku? The yeah. I think they're going to be probably about four inches tall, something like that. I don't think they're going to be especially large. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they're 10 bucks, so yeah. it's right. worth a go at least for one of them. Yeah. Um, I'll
0: look at them at Comic-Con. Okay. Yeah. yeah and you'll see I the like
1: Hunter them. probably because I'll get him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other news, um, Eric Hirschberg is the, uh, I think he's the president of Activision. He is stepping down, um, and he is uh, in March. He's stepping down, moving on. Any reason? Uh, They haven't given a reason. Um, I know his contract is up. Um, Oh, he's actually the CEO, excuse me. And um, yeah, his contract is up at the end of uh, March, I believe, and that is when he is departing um under his time at activision they've seen like massive successes some not as much of successes like he tried to relaunch the guitar hero series which um did not go well and that was a bummer because actually i was hoping it would take off so i could get another dj hero down the line oh gotcha um so that was a bummer um and at the same time harmonics tried to relaunch the rock band line and it didn't work out either so Um, multiple people had that idea, just didn't work out. Um, but also under his time at Activision, like Call of Duty continued to just continue to grow. Destiny came out, Skylanders created an entire genre of game of collectible figures translating to in game characters. Yeah. Which
0: I always thought was nuts.
1: Oh my, if they'd had that when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I'd totally been there. Like it would have been like creating trading cards, fuck these things. Yeah. Yeah, Like you like my godson was just just a wash in fucking Skylanders figures. I had a ton
0: of the Disney Infinity once and I didn't even like the game. Yeah, that game
1: wasn't great, but I had more of those than i yeah, figured i would
0: because they're so fucking cute and stylized i
1: love the look of those ones yeah. but yeah so eric Hirschberg leaving activision um curious what he'll do next we salute you eric we do like yeah. one of my first experiences in this industry um when i started doing my job at the previous place was i got to interview him which was oh. really cool i didn't realize what a big deal he was at the time actually which i feel kind of bad about you just found out right now no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shortly after i was like oh oh whoa oh, okay it's probably
0: a good thing you didn't know.
1: Probably not. Yeah, or probably probably a good thing I didn't know. Yeah, because I have I have interviewed some very big deals and definitely kind of gushed a little bit at them. <laughs> um. So I have a, two other things of news. Do you have any other stuff? Uh, no. Okay. So we'll go. We'll go. I'll go fast. Uh, on Xbox One, backward compatibility continues to expand, and they've added two titles that are uh, relevant to uh, people. Um, one of them is Far Cry Two. Sweet. Now backward compatible, which um I've actually yet to play. Um, This one takes place in Africa, and at the very beginning, you get malaria. So every now and then throughout the game, you have to take uh, pills or or a shot or something, or you will... uh, Die. I don't know if you die, but I think you certainly have malaria effects um You're kind of a vampire. Yes, yes, exactly. And then uh the other thing is uh that got um which is Far Cry 2 is also relevant cuz Far Cry 5 is around the corner. Um and uh but yeah, like another thing though that is relevant to us from what we've talked about before, Driver San Francisco is now backward compatible on Xbox 1 and wow. John Tanner, the lead character from that was one of my crush of the weeks a long time I ago. I don't
0: even remember that name
1: well john tanner john Tanner. john
0: tanner
1: he was my crush like so long ago that i wasn't writing down my crushes in my notebook gosh i
0: want to look him up now i can't remember
1: cool yeah well, he, he has a good leather jacket and he looks kind of like a generic uh nathan drake he's your standard like grizzled mid-30s handsome but like rugged black hair in the same hairstyle as nathan drake kind of dude although he's in a coma the entire game
0: you look up john tanner on um google and you get john tanner mormon okay look up john
1: tanner driver
0: in an early figure of early mormonism
1: just you should look up john tanner driver <laughs> and then do an image <laughs> search uh, interesting and he's got a cool black and white leather jacket oh yeah okay so anywho uh yeah driver san francisco if you haven't played it and it's like affordable mm-hmm. or whatever you should grab it because it's backward compatible and it's it's actually quite good Um, And then the other last little thing, Nintendo announced a new way to play uh, recently. They just announced the Nintendo Labo.
0: Oh, yes. Which, Thank you. I was going to bring that up and I forgot all about, yes, the cardboard
1: thing. Yeah, it comes out uh, April 20th. It is a sort of uh, set of cardboard that you can then construct construct various peripherals to like put your Joy-Con or your actual like screen into to change the way that you interact Make with your Nintendo.
0: instruments. You could do all sorts a of fishing shit. fishing rod. There's, I think of that a robot game. robot
1: kit that you can put on like a backpack and have robot hands. I think of the game Mousetrap. Do you remember that? <laughs> totally. Totally. Do you know how hard that was to set up? Oh yeah, like, and it never fucking worked. <laughs> Um, but anyway Nintendo Labo looks super cool Um, I'm kind of curious about it like when it first got announced I was like boring like I just wasn't excited about it and now you're super on board because I think I thought they were going to announce like a new game or something like really where I thought like they said like a new way to play or like a big announcement I thought they were going to announce the fucking virtual console which is what they need to do gotcha but instead the more I looked into it the more kind of charming it seems Uh so um we will see how those go and like there's also a fun little story there's apparently a German. like news ma- like a german video game reporting site that nearly threw away their sample labo stuff that was sent to them because they thought it was trash. Because it was just cardboard. Oh wow, that's so, like, so funny. It really got thrown away because they thought it was just trash. Like, where are they sending us the display? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we only need a dump display for like, a fucking you know website. That's so good. So anyway, yeah, Nintendo Labo comes out uh, April twentieth, and it seems pretty cool. There's two different sets so far. There's the variety pack, which I think is sixty bucks, and then there's the robot pack, which is seventy. Nice. Um, And then there's also uh, like accessory kits with various stickers and decals that you can apply to your cardboard peripherals. And I know a lot of people are excited about because it it'll be good for like, you know, um, parents to do with their kids. Yeah. So.
0: Totally. Brain activities.
1: Plus also it's a lot less plastic shit in your house.
0: Yeah, and it's a way to incorporate a physical activity with your fucking game system. Yep,
1: yeah, which Nintendo did really well with the first Wii. So yeah, um, I imagine this will do you know pretty well. Plus, I imagine you can kind of make your own, like you know, maybe they'll release the patterns, so you don't have to buy their cardboard. It could be it could be a sign of goodwill if they did some sort of more open source thing, kind of like a Cards Against Humanity, you can buy the cards. Oh, you, that would be really like, cool. You can buy the box, you know, from that company, or you can just print your own. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyhow. Sweet. So that's all my news.
0: Nice. Is it time for a crush? Crush it, of I, the week. I think it is.
1: Week. Week.
0: Don't be weak. <laughs> my crush will beat up your crush. You go. Well, I hope I hope I hope your crush doesn't beat up my crush. I hope so too. But I can't help it if it happens.
1: Well, I feel like I'm breaking the rules with my crush a little bit, so I don't know if I should go after you. Okay. Uh, my crush of the week is
0: my girl Moira. Oh, all right. From Overwatch, my witchy witch with her fucking amazing acrylic nails. <laughs> and the She be- does have creepy claw hand. It's she, a little weird. She has yeah, and she has like the best manicure with like those like super long ghetto nails that are super <laughs> cool. And one of her weapons to like upgrade her weapon or change the color is the gold. So you get like these gold acrylic claws. And it's <laughs> so Awesome. That's what I'm saving up for. 3,000. Oh, yeah. uh, Because any gold weapon, I think, is 3,000 coins. 3,000. And then 1,000 for my David Bowie. So I have a ways to go. I think I want to do the moon with the gold claws. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be hip.
1: That's what I'm going for.
0: All right. So yeah, Moira, my witchy witch who looks like me. So once again,
1: I love myself. (laughs) So mine is sort of breaking the rules a little bit, I think. I don't know if we've done this yet. But it is actually tangentially related to your crush, which is kind of cool. My crush is actually a human, a real human. <laughs> what? And he is a professional Overwatch League player. Really? What's
0: his name I want to look him up?
1: Uh, actually, I have an animated GIF that I can show you of him. Um, his name is Jake Lyon. And um, this is not him on my phone right now. But once you hit play, he will be the next person you see.
0: Okay. And what team is he on?
1: He plays for the Houston Outlaws. And here he comes.
0: Oh yeah. He's fucking adorable. Yeah,
1: he's pretty cute. He's he is young, which makes me feel creepy. He's he's twenty-one. Um he's of age. But uh yeah, like he kinda has like a They're
0: all kinda cute.
1: They're all very pretty nerdy, but he's definitely like the most like, you know, handsome gotcha. of the of the crew. Um but yeah, he uh he has a kind of a Dave Franco thing going on. Nice. Um and uh yeah, like he is um the talk of the office, or at least a handful of us, are talking about him. But yeah, uh, and his his primary players I've seen, or characters that I've seen him in play as, are Hanzo, of course, and Junkrat. And You've got
0: to be really good to play both of those characters. Yeah, well,
1: and I think uh, he plays Junkrat so well, people call him Jake Rat, which is kind of ah. cute. Anyway, so yeah, my crush of the week is Jake Lyon, professional Overwatch player, because he's kind of adorable. I think that's a fair, that's a fair crush, right? Yeah. Okay, like good. So, yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure if I could if I could break the rules like that or not, but like also given that you chose Moira, it's 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 all Overwatch. It's, it's all, all good. Overwatch. It's all in the family, right? Yeah. So cute. Yeah. yeah
0: uh well you can follow the podcast or well you can follow me at um satine the dream on uh twitter and instagram and then you can follow my twitch at satine well done thank you wow you could... I, I thought i was gonna fuck that up real good no it's, it's now <laughs> we don't have the, the cheat sheet it all
1: goes to hell i was
0: like squinting and winking and looking to the right side of my brain but and, you made it happen happen
1: and uh, if you are so inclined you can follow me on twitter at fast danger and you can follow me on instagram and twitch at mr gladstone where mister is all spelled out
0: you can follow the podcast at bit podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, did you do a Twitch account for us? And Twitch. And you'll set up a oh, YouTube wow. page that we haven't and done anything YouTube, with
1: yet. Okay. So basically We're kind of on everything now.
0: So what we're we're planning to do, hopefully starting next um podcast or next episode is we want to we can't go live because of our schedules being so fucked up because we would never be able to do it on the same day or the same time, like a series. Yeah, it
1: would literally like we could do live but no Want to be able to watch
0: it would just be all over the place kind of like my streams are so um we are going to record at least attempt to record them and then post them on youtube and then try to capture the youtube audience as well so we thought that'd be fun yeah
1: yeah um and then uh you can also write an email to us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com
0: and uh, was i supposed to say that
1: no you say we have new episodes thank you
0: and <laughs> we have ep- uh, new episodes every wednesday and
1: would you kindly follow rate and comment in itunes and google play and soon youtube and everywhere everywhere we're everywhere
0: i want to make those stickers a reality that's <laughs> not my latest post on i liked that cute huh yeah yeah we could do that so um let's do a gofundme yeah <laughs> uh yeah nice. so um next week we'll if we have more um uh reviews. comments or yeah. reviews we will read them and i'm about to burp that's why i'm like uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stay classy. Stay
0: classy, San Diego. All right. So thank you and chalices.
1: Bye bye. <laughs>